We're talking wrestling right now. This is my brutality. I think that's how they say it, right? My brutality. Uh, Rhea Ripley's theme song. She is the Raw Women's Champ in WWE. And guess what? Sean Brace, when he made The Gambler, said, Look, if you can put action on it, if there is action on it, we're talking about it here in The Gambler. Well, luckily, WWE decided to pair up with a certain sports book, DraftKings, and now we have action on WWE. That's right. We can... Bet it's it's a DraftKings pool, so we can uh, put in picks and things like who will leave as Raw Women's Champ. Will anyone interfere? Will foreign objects be used? You're basically it's just like a bunch of props for the WWE pay per view, and it's awesome. The next one coming up is WrestleMania Backlash, and so right now joining me on the Doctor Glad Regal your hairline, Doctor Paul Glad, Philadelphia's leading hair restoration doctor. Visit drglad.com. It is Nick Bacone, uh, Shooters Radio Podcast is where you can find all of his wrestling work. PhillyInfluencer.com does a ton of stuff there, helps us out here at The Gambler. It is Nick Bacone. Follow him at Nick Bacone. This was last minute because I was looking for this the entire week and I just didn't see it. And I guess it must have gone up today and Nick texted me as I'm on the show at like 8 o'clock. Where I think it was at 9.30 and Nick's like, you want to do this? And I just said, yeah, 10.30, let's do it. So, Nick, first of all, before we get into any WWE stuff, the wrestling world uh, lost one of its, I think, most original and uh, just kind of most notable, uh, if you really are hardcore into wrestling, just different characters in wrestling in New Jack. Uh, anything, anything that sticks out to you, a memory or a certain moment that sticks out to you about New Jack, because that loss is definitely being felt today in the wrestling world. Yeah, one of the first things I thought about was, thank God we got a new Jack special on Dark Side of the Ring, you know, uh, at, within the last year. And uh, you know, it, it was a hell of a story for, for him to tell his story and the people around him and how he really, I, I totally forgot he had started in Smoky Mountain Wrestling, like kind of like in the... Did he really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Least, wow. Uh, before ECW. And right, right. ECW, so... Uh, being in ECW, obviously that's where I first noticed him, you know, WGTW, Channel 48, baby. And, uh, you know, he made an impression in, on me with, first as part of the gangsters with uh, Mustafa, <laughs> they were a tag team, but then once he did his singles run, he is one of the most iconic ECW wrestlers that really just kind of brought the hardcore. Like, it, once you thought of ECW, you thought of New Jack and then maybe the Sandman or Tommy Dreamer, but the New Jack was always, always on the list for me. And, uh, you know, the last episode of the Straight Shooters podcast we did this week, we did a deep dive into Wrestlepalooza 98, and New Jack faced Bam Bam Bigelow. And, of course, what does he do? Jumps off the balcony at the Cobb County Civic Center in Marietta, Georgia, with a guitar <laughs> and knocks himself out in the process. But he also hit Bam Bam Bigelow with a guitar and busted him open. So that was New Jack, man. He just he just did anything to try and, to give the people their money's worth. And uh, he, he he did it. <laughs> you know, that, yeah, and, and, that's how I remember him. And yeah, I, I always remember him as being... And being one of the most unique kind of acts at the time um, when he was with ECW because 
you know, usually it's it's the same formula a lot in wrestling, and it's the same for a reason because we love it and how it's it's done. But it's you know the the opponents come out and they they do their entrance and then the bell rings and then they have a wrestling match. You know, there's always some formula to it and all that. But New Jack, there like the formula was basically just ripped in half. And what New Jack would do would just come out, his music would play, and he would come out, and basically the music would play the entire time, and it would just, it would look like a street fight. Basically, New Jack would come out, his music would hit, and the music would play in the background the entire time as he beat the crap out of people. Like, it was, it was one of the most unique things, and still, I don't know if it could be done, and that's why it's not happening, but it's something that never was done before, and still has not been done after, and it's just something that's so unique to what he did. And especially, you know, in Philly, ECW would air, you know, late Saturday night. So as a kid, like, I'm not out late on Saturdays, so I'm just sitting home watching TV, and then that comes on at, like, you know, 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock, and, you know, I'm hooked, and I'm kind of, like, in there. I'm like, I hope my parents don't, like, see me watching this because they wouldn't like it. You know, they didn't like the direction WWF was going in at the time, you know, at, at that time period. You know, they were heading towards their attitude era. So it was like an 11-year-old, 12-year-old kid. Man, it was like a whole new, a whole different than watching it on Monday nights or, you know, Sunday night pay-per-views and stuff. So, And New Jack was a huge part of that. You know, like you said, with the music playing during the match, that was like, you know, unique and different. So, it, you know, I, I wouldn't go get a snack. I would just sit on the TV and watch the entire hour. Yeah. You know, like it was one of those things where – and I didn't realize it was like, you know, in Philly, like it, when things on TV said like live from Philly, Philadelphia, I never put like two and two together that it was like 20 minutes away from me. So <laughs> it just I never no clicked. That I was like the epicenter of ECW until well, you know, down the road. So, uh, you know, it was kind of cool that in this area, we were the only ones that really got a taste of ECW for a long, long time. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm glad that's always going to be a connection that Philly has is is to ECW and wrestlers like New Jack, and um, he created some an absolutely incredible jaw dropping, we'll never forget type moments uh, in the ECW arena. And I think the ECW arena is actually hosting a wrestling event coming up soon in July, right? I'm sure that I think sure ML I think MLW <laughs> yeah I think MLW is going to be there. Oh, they come um, okay. in July. That's yeah, right. they're going to have a show. I so get up to speed on. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, Nick. Maybe we should watch a wrestling show together. I I didn't feel like I had to beg you to watch a wrestling show and go to one together, but I guess that's what I have to do. Uh, You know, uh, the Straight Shooters podcast is where you can listen to them. Uh, It's on Philly Voice, too, I saw. So, yeah, you can check it out, Philly Voice. And uh, Nick Pacone, at Nick Pacone on Twitter. Great wrestling follow. And great follow in general. Always has the memes and um, hire Nick Pacone. That's all I need to say. All right, so so let's get into uh, WrestleMania Backlash. First of all, I want to go into the, the name this is ridiculous. Why are they calling it WrestleMania Backlash? That's well, ridiculous. Was the SummerSlam Spectacular ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. Survivors. I loved it. I loved Did it. You... So, uh, it. You know, I get it. Uh, I think it's just funny because I'm sure Peacock was like, well, can you put WrestleMania in the name? You know, maybe you get more people, more eyeballs that can tune into it because WrestleMania is in the name, even though it's not WrestleMania. So I feel like that was like a big point of this. I don't know if it'll stay that way uh, heading forward. I, I think Backlash itself has been a great name. They used it for years. 
but yeah, to me, WrestleMania Backlash is no- nothing different than SummerSlam Spectacular, Survivor Series Showdown. I hate it. I hate it. March to WrestleMania, <laughs> like this is the same, that was the same thing. The March to WrestleMania. So, I love that though. If it's in March yeah, too, the March. That to, one, yeah, well, that's creative though. The March, you know, in March, the yeah. March to WrestleMania, like that's that's all fantastic. Uh, I don't know. WrestleMania Backlash just seems like, hey, let's just put the name WrestleMania in it so people listen to it or watch it. It's definitely a little overkill. But yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But uh, once we get past the name, is this uh, this one you're looking forward to? I know I kind of, uh, because of the baseball season, uh, I've been away from wrestling, for uh, WWE at least, for a little bit. Uh, are you are you excited for this pay-per-view? Did they actually sell you enough to make it uh, earn that WrestleMania Backlash name? Uh, I'm still like a huge SmackDown guy. I think it's the better show, the better storyline. Yes, it has. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not all about the Raw side at this point. Uh, NXT is is okay, but they're not involved in this. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, you know the SmackDown side of this. Uh, we have one, two, three SmackDown matches and four Raw matches. It looks like so. Uh, yeah, I mean. I'm more in tune with the SmackDown, so like I'll, I'll enjoy it, you know. And it looks like it won't run that long. You know, like these pay-per-views during the pandemic haven't been like the four-hour, five-hour pay-per-views, so they're a little easier to digest. And that's why I think, you know, I try not to think about it in terms of like what I remember from, you know, last year or the year before. Like, right. Pay-per-views would run so long. So yeah, <laughs> three hours, you know, like. Maybe three and a half, like I'm cool with. Yeah, yeah. I'm great. Oh, I, I absolutely love it uh, because those five, I will admit, man, when those yeah. when those pay-per-views would run really long, though, that final hour would be the most brutal, yeah. brutal hour of television I would watch. So I'm glad. Uh, so let's let's go into it uh, before we, we have to go here. I felt like I wasted so much time already. <laughs> um, who will leave as Raw Women's Champion? So this is the DraftKings pool. So basically we're looking at this and you can make picks enter these pools and it's it's so much fun so um let's start with there who leaves as the raw women's champion i'm gonna stick with rhea ripley i obviously think it's too soon for her to lose that title uh i think injecting charlotte flair is just kind of like a a nod to uh you know the fans that hey charlotte might win again but i don't think they're gonna go that direction yet so i would pick rhea ripley here and I do think it's funny, this DraftKings pool, uh, they don't call it the WWE WrestleMania Backlash pool. They just call it the Backlash pool. So <laughs> I, don't think I know, like yeah, that that's either. right. <laughs> Did they not submit the the name change to, to DraftKings <laughs> <not>. quick enough? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. So now we have the exact result. Uh, so let's go through. You can just go straight through the props. So we have exact result, anyone interfere, uh, or will anyone use a foreign object? Um, just go straight through all three of those. I still think they'll keep Charlotte, you know, as strong as ever. So yeah, I'm yeah. sure Rhea will pin or submit Asuka. And then I do not think anyone will interfere. I mean, it. When is Becky Lynch where, coming back? Yeah, I mean, we're at that point. Maybe that's a surprise. Maybe they, you know, I would love it for it to happen after the match. So, you know. Maybe NXT call up? Io Shirai? Maybe? Uh, maybe. Maybe. That's a good That's a good call. Um, but I don't think anyone will interfere before the okay. match is over. Yes, so I would say yeah. no to that one. And then for an object. Uh, this is triple threat, so I guess maybe, right? 
yeah. I mean, I could see Charlotte using, you know, brass knucks or something. Uh, I'll say yeah. Just, <laughs> I love the old the, brass knucks. Yeah, like like daddy, right? So, yeah. I'll, I, well, I'll, go, I'll go with yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if this is a triple threat like back in the day, it would be an absolute yes. But yeah, they, they yeah. haven't used that much lately in a triple threat. All right, um, so let's go into the last one. Universal Championship. Cesar, man, that's such a great matchup. Um, Cesaro, Roman Reigns. Uh, let's go through the... Let's actually pick because the other ones have to deal with you know what happens in the match. And so let's just go winner. Cesaro, Roman Reigns. This is absolutely 100% has to be Roman Reigns. This is one of the matches where I could see disqualification with Cesaro winning. Right, okay. But who will leave as Universal Champion? It's not like you're picking the winner. You're picking who's leaving as the champion. So obviously I'll go Roman Reigns. So Roman Reigns, yeah, I'm I'm going to go Roman Reigns too. Uh, but pinfall submission, and here we go. How will the match end? Disqualification. <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm going to go DQ. I, hey, I've been calling for Jay Uso to come back or uh, Jimmy Uso to come back since the Royal Rumble. Yes, you have, and uh, he finally came back. So. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely think that. Uh, you know, maybe he'll get involved. You know, you haven't watched SmackDown tonight, so I'll try not to spoil anything. But you know, there there's some issues going on with, with the the family. So oh, that's uh, some can, family issues. Oh I no, I can definitely see maybe a thing where Jimmy tries to help Roman and it backfires. Yeah. Oh like yes, that. yes. Or Jimmy just does it on purpose. So absolutely disqualification. Okay, so DQ, so will Jimmy or Jey Uso interfere? Then absolutely yes. Yeah, um, yes. Yeah, they do, and I like that. Maybe the, the family the family issues you know, make their way into the match. Oh, that would be spectacular. Uh, how many times does Cesaro swing Roman Reigns during the match? Now, this is tricky. Are they messing with us here? Why is it only one and a half? I know. It's really, really low. Uh, I'm thinking maybe he teases the swing and then he gets jumped. I don't know. Right, okay, he yeah. Does it again, but uh, I'm going to go over because that's Cesaro's staple right now. Right, that, and I can Even see, to make, no it, there, to make it seem know, like, like Roman, or to make it seem like Cesaro's going to win, he'll do it probably in the middle of the match. But that's yeah. one when he's doing his, you know, last push to win. He'll do the swing and he'll do some of his other moves to get to the neutralizer, and then that's when he loses. But I do think, I'm with you, I think over one and a half. Yeah, that would be, oh man, I could already see it already. How great would that be? He puts it in for the second time towards the end of the match, and he has Roman Reigns in it, and he's really trying for it. I can't wait for it. So uh, there we go. Those are all the picks for WrestleMania Backlash. Uh, Nick, this felt good. I always like doing these picks. And it's always good to talk wrestling and to go through a pick and and pick something with a total of one and a half. That still just blows my mind (laughs) that we're able to do that. Uh, Nick, thanks for joining me. Uh, Hopefully we get a a call of Scott Fransky and uh, and others on on Twitter. I don't even know if I'm supposed to say that on air out loud here on The Gambler, Uh, but I just did because uh, that's your thing on Twitter. You do a great job of it. To the fact that you have the Twitter account of... uh, Fransky and Anderson, uh, not their Twitter account, but like the one that uh, it's basically yeah, parodies. They, they, they hype me up. It's yeah, good. it's fantastic. I, I love it. Uh, but you do a great job at Nick Picone on Twitter. Good to talk wrestling with you again, Nick. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. Nick Picone! I love it. It's so great to be going through these polls. Uh, so it's it's awesome that I can bet something like how many times does Cesaro swing Roman Reigns during the match and it be at one and a half.